but like most college women, I minor in stalking. Just when I fear we've run out of conversation, he says, Hey, you want to dance? We put down our plastic cups and move to the area in front of the fireplace, where throngs of intoxicated students dance to Jason Mraz's I'll Do Anything. I'm probably reading too much into the situation, as usual, but it's as if every line of the song has a double or even triple meaning. When the next song begins, Josh appears to be finished with the dancing part of the evening. He stands still while everyone begins jumping around to heat wave. Meantime, Susie pushes her way toward us through the closely packed gyrating crowd, carefully ducking and maneuvering so as not to disturb any of the headgear with beer cans attached to the top and plastic tubes running into the mouths of thirsty revelers. Her cheeks are flushed. I found Ross. He's upstairs. This is Josh, I lean in close and say to Susie. Hey, Josh, she shouts, barely glancing over at him. Hallie, they're playing strip poker upstairs and you have to come because I don't know how to play and... Susie stops midstream and looks back at Josh. Is that Josh? She asks me. The emphasis is code for the guy you were so obsessed with that I thought a counselor was going to have to be brought in for an assist. Yes. I bob my head up and down to indicate it's that Josh. Susie smiles. This translates to, he's really cute and you're going to get lucky tonight. You said that you found Ross, I remind her. Susie grabs both our hands. Come teach me how to play strip poker. Actually, I'm not much of a poker player, says Josh, holding his ground. Me neither, I lie. I've been playing poker since I was seven, but why appear anxious when Susie is going to close this deal for me? Please, you guys! She pulls us in the direction of the wide staircase that empties into the back of the living room. What might soon qualify as a three-alarm blaze is now roaring in the fireplace. The room was already hot and redolent of spilled beer, and now it's becoming filled with thick gray smoke. Susie is giddy with excitement turning back and smiling every few seconds as she directs us to the second floor, and then up a narrow staircase that leads to a refinished attic. Eight kids are lounging around on oversized pillows in a dimly lit room with a lava lamp in the corner and music wailing from a CD player on the floor. Everyone is still fully dressed, and if the loud laughing and joking is anything to go by, no longer fully sober. A guy wearing khaki shorts, a frat house t-shirt, and a cowboy hat shuffles a deck of cards. There's the faint but distinctive aroma of marijuana, though given that the one hexagonal window in the room doesn't open, it's impossible to tell whether the scent is from tonight's group or previous parties. Are you outlaws here to play poker, or are you delivering the pizza? says the guy nearest the boombox, whom I recognize as Ross, Susie's big crush. Everyone laughs uproariously at this stupid joke. Susie releases our hands, and I come out from behind her. A girl named Jennifer and a guy named Kevin, both of whom I recognize from my freshman dorms, say, I didn't know I was going to play against Hallie Palmer, and now things are really getting exciting. It's not unknown for me to sit in on a dorm game and clean up a pot or two. Most of the kids aren't exactly strong opponents to begin with. However, they usually drink while playing, giving me an even greater advantage. People who booze while they bet tend not to fold nearly as early or often as they should.
The cowboy hat guy calls for a game of five-card draw with deuces wild. Ross announces that we all have to start with our shoes and socks either on or off. Jennifer holds up her hand and says, We didn't decide about underwear. The four guys yell, No, to underwear, while the five women shout, Yes. I'll do odds or evens with one of the girls, states Ross. The girls could argue this, but they don't, because some secretly want to play down to the nude. Let's face it, a girl doesn't join a game of strip poker unless she likes one of the guy players or she's incredibly drunk. Susie volunteers to throw out fingers against Ross, promptly loses the underwear option, and then conveniently remains sitting next to him. Picking up my cards, I find a pair of sixes and a wild two. With the chance to replace two cards, this means the prospect of four sixes. Though I don't receive another six or wild card, an ace comes my way.